the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, we continue the Dave Ellswick Show. Hope you enjoy Dr. Uh, Everett Piper. He's been on. That's about the fifth time we've had him on. Boy, I enjoyed him. You know, he's a lot of fun. And uh, he... A lot of truth. He does not speak with forked tongue. (laughs) Just saying. I've always said I like someone that stands on a firm foundation. And whenever you see them about to talk about something, you know where they stand and you know what the answer is going to be. Yeah, you definitely... I... When I have heard, I have asked him a question, I know what's coming back at me. All right. He says the same thing know. over and over again. He's the closest that I've found uh, as a speaker to Francis Schaefer mm-hmm. from the 80s uh, that I've ever found. In fact, uh, in our, our life group, we've been studying the Christian Manifesto uh, by Francis Schaefer. And uh, Sunday night, I played part of one of his speeches. And you got all done and I, I asked everybody what they thought about it. And they go, yeah, that's today. And I, and I, in fact, it might be a little worse. I said, it probably is. Cause that speech is from 1982. And they all just looked at me. I said, yeah, I tell you, the guy was kind of a prophet. Yeah. He knew what was good, what was going to happen. Cause he said with the left that they do what they're doing, where there is no truth, that everybody has their own form of truth, that there is no absolutes. There's none of that. If it's just matter and energy, and in the end, it's just man, depending on man, to come up with whatever man thinks is right. The only place it can end is in tyranny. There's a, what a there's, sad existence. There's, yeah. a, there's, I mean, really there's a logical progression hopeless. to some of that. And, and you end up with, with stuff like what you maybe saw in, in, in Nazi Germany. Uh, where, where you have of people, course well, that's what caused that, all that's a, that. that. That is a logical progression. And some of it's just basic, based on selfishness and egotism. And, and so what happens when... A group of people get together, you know, and think, you know what, we're we're superior to to these other people out in the world, and so you know, we need to kind of thin the herd some a little pigs. bit. And, and some pigs are more equal than other Thank pigs. Thank you. And so and so, what happens is that you know we we kind of get in groups and think, you know, we're superior to the others, and these other people they kind of annoy us. We need to kind of thin the Watch herd a little bit. Nancy Pelosi, listen, how Nancy Pelosi talks about Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, just listen the way. She talks about Americans. And this is the insanity. They talk Listen like to that. Listen how Hollywood talks about us. But they talk like that, but yet they still live here, and they still want to live here. And the, everything that they think they like, if they really thought about it, is exactly what they're trying to get rid of. I don't think even the left is going to like living in this country in another generation or so. Maybe not. I really believe that. Maybe they not. They couldn't possibly like it. It's I going mean, to be so degenerate, it could not be a good place to be. Well, under any belief like Romans system. Romans 1 said, they send and look for better ways to send. Yeah, I tell you. Yeah. I like Dr. Piper whenever he was talking about fascism. That's, I think about fascism sometimes when I look at I politics. I did not know, though, listen to him he talking about the bundle of sticks and by bringing them all <laughs> fascist, together. Fascist. It, well, yeah, that, that's what the term I, fascism I'd never heard that from. either, and I thought that was excellent. Hmm. Yeah. That was worth having him on today. There's, but whenever I think about fascism, now that he's described that, I've got a better more, more than, idea of where it started. More, but More we, than one thing is referred to that means a bundle of sticks. 
Uh, yeah, that, well, that's true. Well, more than one bad thing. Huh? That, that's exactly right. So, mm. you know, whenever Jennifer and I were talking and you look at, at even uh, uh, the state politics, I mean, fascism has to come into mind because there's a group and either you're either a part of that group or you're not no, part no, of that I, group. I, you know, I think crony capitalism is, is a prime example of fascism. And, and we have crony capitalism very much alive and well in Arkansas and throughout the nation. And that's what we're seeing with a lot of different things. And, it, and so much of, of, of politics is a form of fascism. Why, why do you think lobbying works? It's yeah, because it, so many times it's, it's, it's a form of using government to, um, to better yourself as opposed to using justice and liberty, using government to manipulate things or to hurt people or to violate people's rights because, well, I want to get richer. Well, if you have a crony capitalist and he's part of the – the inside and he wants the enact change you have to have a group that has the ability to enact the change that mm-hmm. the people want if you want them to continue to contribute and be part of the group yeah well and, and some of it's some of it's just peddling influence or whatever else and so you you end up with coming up with neat little slogans or or, or maybe being able to to ridicule people and, and 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 cause them to feel uncomfortable and so they'll vote for your garbage and, and and sometimes it's 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 a matter of well it's for the children you need to support this because it's for the children as opposed to to actually coming out and telling the truth that you know this is going to to um to harm our competition and put them out of business and you should do this if they actually if they actually portrayed it that way nobody would ever vote for the garbage that's yeah I agree but but the Indian result ends up being that you know these these new regulations yeah they're going to cost us two dollars but it's going to cost our competition two dollars too but that two dollars per transaction is is enough to kill kill the small business yeah but look at all the jobs it creates in in the government side just like our <laughs> tire tax i went and got four tires put on my son's car this weekend there was the three dollar tire removal tax per mm-hmm. tire there was a one dollar tire installation tax and then if you didn't want to take the tire with you there was a one dollar tire disposal tax oh they charge so, so they charge five bucks now huh? so right now if you get Four tires put on your car. I paid sixty dollars. Twenty of the sixty dollars was a state tax. Wow! To get four and tires that didn't put include on the car. sales tax. So now yeah, that's not including sales tax, which is another right. what eight or nine uh, another for yeah year? another eight or nine percent on top of that. Hmm. Wow! All right, so Congressman Westerman is going to join us early because he's got a vote coming up. And, uh, Congressman, is this the FLIP Act that you're going to be voting on? <laughs> uh, no, not today. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we'll be – we just uh, got a, a Democratic motion to, to recommit, which we always want to vote no on those. And then we got a, uh, a bill to reduce some regulatory burdens. So that's what's on the on the docket for this afternoon. But the FLIP Act, I, I filed that bill yesterday, and uh, hopefully we'll get a hearing on it sometime. So what does that do? And, but it's the Federal Lands Infrastructure Partnership Act. You know, we uh, when you look at all the infrastructure needs across the country, we've got about $18 billion of need uh, in the uh, on federal lands, predominantly in the Department of Interior and the Park Service. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, there's something called the Land and Water Conservation Fund that it's was set up in 1965, so it takes part of the royalty off of energy development. Mm-hmm. And when this was first put in place, about 60% of it went to the states uh, to do uh, projects in the states. But 
over the years, it's gotten down to where only about 15% of it goes to the state. And most of it's being used by the federal government to buy more land when the federal government already owns about a third of the country. Well, they so should, uh, Maybe they should be selling land and paying off the debt. Yeah, or, <laughs> uh, or taking care of the land they've got before they start uh, continue to buy more land. And what we want to do with the... Uh, with this bill is put more of the money back into the states and require that 75% of what the federal government spends is going into maintenance of facilities that they've already got. So as we, as we look at infrastructure across the country and all the needs and how you fund it, I think this is a a great way to uh, take funds that are already there that were set up uh, to provide access to public lands and use them to uh, keep up with the maintenance. That sounds good, Bruce. This is R.D. Thanks for being on the show today. That's the way I feel about uh, highways. I believe we have enough highways in the state of Arkansas, but they always seem to be trying to raise money to uh, to uh, build more highways whenever I, I believe it would be a good investment to uh, invest and take care of the ones that we got. Yeah, we need to take care of, of what we've got. You know, as the population grows, there are uh, – needs to increase capacity on on highways there's uh interstate 49 over in the western part of the state that uh has been on the books for a long time this goes from new orleans up to kansas city and the the missing link in it is from fort smith down to ashdown so that's uh that's something of national significance as far as moving products um uh, across the country and even to the ports so um you know, those those kind of projects that are more federal government projects, I think there will always be a need for them. But uh, we do have to take care of what we've got. Uh, and, and you know, one of the problems is the regulatory culture that we're in where it uh, takes a lot of expense and effort just to get started on a project and uh, drives the cost way up uh, because of delays and, and all the things associated with that. So we're, we're taking the infrastructure uh, obstacle that we've got in the country from a lot of different ways. Um, you know, there's this private-public partnership concept that doesn't really work in rural America because you can't collect enough tolls off of uh, rural roads, but those roads are very important to get uh, products, uh, you know, from where they're produced to the markets and to the ports. Uh, but it's a, it's a multi-pronged approach, and this uh, FLIP Act is just one part of it. All right, so let me ask some of the big questions that are going on right now. Have things calmed down in the House yet over guns? Has Parkland happened and now people have let gotten their emotions under control and are starting to look at this in a much more logical and analytical way? I mean, it depends on which side of the house you're, you're on, but I don't <laughs> know that there was ever a lot of... Uh, knee-jerk reaction or anything on the on the Republican side. And, you know, one thing, we passed something called the Nix Fix um, last year in the House uh, to fix some glitches in the background check system. It also had the, uh, the concealed carry reciprocity language in it as well. Uh, that's over in the Senate. They've, they've done nothing with it. Um, and... What I'm working on is how do we make our schools not such a soft target? And we got some great examples in Arkansas of that. 
uh, Lake Hamilton School over in Garland County, where I'm from, uh, they've had a program in place for 25 years. This was before the Jonesboro shooting, before Columbine, and uh, pretty pretty creative and some forward thinkers that uh, got it set up where the school could actually uh, be a uh, like a security company, and they can have their own commissioned security officers. So they've had employees that have gone through uh, security training and have all the license to be a commissioned security officer. Uh, they advertise that the superintendent and assistant superintendent has this license, but they've got other employees who aren't teachers that nobody knows who they are, but they know that there's several of them scattered around the campus that mm-hmm. uh, have access to weapons that are under a, a double lock and have um bulletproof vest and they have a plan in place to react to an active shooter now that coupled with um you know security systems getting into schools and some uniformed security officers um i think they've taken on a lot of responsibility to do everything they can to protect their kids the superintendent over there told me that he said you know we've got a lot of fire extinguishers in the building and if there's a fire we're going to get one of those fire extinguishers and try to put it out and save some kids' lives. We're not firefighters, um, but we're going to do everything we can to protect our kids, and that's their concept with the uh, the commission security officer program. Hey, Bruce, uh, and, Bruce, let me, let me yeah. jump in. I'm being told that you're being called to the floor, so uh, I'll let you make your way, and you do your business and, uh, and vote the way we, we expect you to vote, all right? Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. I Dave, know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, appreciate you taking a few minutes to, to let me. Let me chat. One other thing on that school security. Yeah. Uh, in rural rural districts, like in the fourth district of Arkansas, most of Arkansas, um, you know, these uh, school administrators know that in an active shooter situation, it could be 20 or 30 minutes before the sheriff's office or the state police respond, unless one of them happens to be driving by the school mm-hmm. at the time. They also know that in an active shooter situation, there's a victim every 10 seconds. So uh, they want to... Uh, go to the threat and end the threat and when the authorities get there they want to get out of the way and let them uh, do their job but hopefully you know by making these schools a, a much harder target they'll prevent um, uh, the shooting in the first place all right we, we appreciate you congressman thanks a lot you're voting on banking get down there and protect our banking rights for us we appreciate you <laughs> all righty babe we'll talk day. to you later now bye-bye all right so i I was getting notification by text that he needed to shut up. <laughs> and so I, I was getting him off so that he could go vote. They were calling uh, him. Talk, calling they're they're, they're, they're going to come and uh, harass you. Huh? Yeah, they were harassing me. I just uh-huh. I just said, I, I said, sorry, just a short vote, so I didn't want him to miss it. And I go, hey, he wanted to say something else. <laughs> and so yeah, I'm not going to argue with the congressman uh-huh. if he wants to stay stay and talk a little while longer we'll get him on in the near future again and 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 have at least a half hour with him and and have him join us you know claiming your social security benefits can be a real tough thing uh you can lose thousands of dollars over lifetimes of benefits with social security if you don't know about the changes that have made been made by the government to the social security benefits and how to claim them so ultimately that can also cause you increased taxes and higher medicare premiums don't forget that David Lucas hosts the David Lucas show here on News Radio 96.5 FM. The Answer has hosted 17 educational social security workshops last year. Every one of them 
was, uh, you know, every one of them had to be uh, and were sold out because of his expertise. Uh, next year's uh, workshops uh, are now, or this year's workshops are now being uh, worked out. First one's coming up in March, March 29th and 30th. If you want to attend one of those events, you got to reserve that seat now, or you can be left out in the code. It's 18 bucks. Includes a 34-page maximizing Social Security workbook. Uh, you don't want to get cheated out of your money. So call 501-653-6690. That's 501-653-6690. Or visit davidlucasfinancial.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.